You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Josh Barker, and this is The Policy Corner. Last week, we looked at the Build Back Better Act. Democrats hope to pass it before Thanksgiving, but it has yet to receive Senate debate. However, the infrastructure bill has already passed, and sometimes those two pieces of legislation have been confused for each other. This is quite understandable, because initially, they were the same thing. However, some sought to separate the bipartisan elements of the infrastructure bill from the social spending and partisan proposals of President Biden's Build Back Better platform, so the measures were separated into two different bills. Today, we're going to take a look at the bipartisan one, the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act, H.R. 3684, that passed the House in July, the Senate in August, reconciliation in early November, and was signed by President Biden before Thanksgiving, so it is law. The major focus of this thousand-page bill is transportation. The first thing it does is maintain the 2021 budget into next year by extending the same levels of federal highway, transit, and transportation safety aid to their respective programs in 2022 and future years. Next, in an effort to combat climate change, it will establish a grant program for electric vehicle charging infrastructure, as well as hydrogen fueling infrastructure for hydrogen fuel cell vehicles and other alternative fuels like propane and natural gas. The program will, quote, ensure to the maximum extent practicable geographic diversity among grant recipients to ensure that this alternative fuel infrastructure is available throughout the United States. The bill will also set up studies and programs to help with various issues, including reducing truck idling in ports, congestion in urban areas, and better natural disaster resilience in transportation infrastructure. It would fund the Healthy Street Program to improve air quality, reduce stormwater runoff, and mitigate urban heat islands, and extend the Rural Surface Transportation Grant Program as well to help rebuild rural infrastructure. Under the Build America, Buy America portion of the bill, requirements are established that no amounts made available for federal financial assistance are obligated for a project unless all the iron and steel used are produced in the U.S., and the manufactured products and construction materials used in the project are also produced in the United States particularly infrastructure projects, including roads, highways, bridges, public transit, ports, railroads, airports, water systems, utilities, broadband, and other buildings and property. Now, the bill defines that produced in the United States means 55% of the total cost of all components of a manufactured product are made in the U.S., where the iron and steel have to be physically melted and coated in the United States. Each federal agency head will be required to identify deficient programs to the Office of Management and Budget, as well as Congress. It would codify President Biden's executive order establishing a Made in America office in the OMB. Any agencies that have been issued waivers and exemptions to the Buy America provisions would be listed online at buyamerican.gov. The bill would continue to offer grants for Amtrak rail service to the tune of $66 billion. It would seek to improve oversight of Amtrak spending and accounting. The infrastructure bill would seek to expand inner-city passenger rails across the country. Some of this money, like a $15.5 million grant to Amtrak from Ypsilanti to Jackson, would help rehabilitate current train lines to give riders a faster and safer ride. Now, the Congressional Budget Office reported in August that the legislation would increase discretionary spending by $415 billion and add $256 billion to the deficit. Michigan is expected to get about $10 billion of that, including $7.3 billion to fix roads, $563 million to repair and replace bridges, $1 billion for public transit, $1.3 billion for water infrastructure, $100 million for high-speed internet expansion, and $110 million for EV charging infrastructure. Democrat Representative Peter DeFazio of Oregon supported the bill. Americans are tired 
of potholes damaging their cars, failing bridges, decrepit transit, trains that derail, water mains that explode, sewer systems that back up into their basements and pollute our rivers. More than 70% of Americans strongly support a major federal investment in rebuilding our crumbling infrastructure. The last major increase in federal support for infrastructure was during the Clinton administration's first term. Representative Sam Graves rejected the bill, stating too much was left unpaid for and the high cost was worrisome. I know they scare farmers, they scare small business owners, they scare hardworking constituents across my district who know they will pay for it in higher taxes and higher prices due to inflation. It was never a legitimate effort to work with Republicans to find common ground on these historically bipartisan issues. Well, now that it's law, we'll be able to see these projects come to fruition in the coming months and years. That's all for now. Thanks for tuning in to Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM.